with Three Piece Podcast. Hi, I'm Sonny from the UK from Three Piece Podcast. And our third P making up our podcast is Arthur. Hello, Arthur from the UK. Hello, guys. How are you? Good. Hello, I am outnumbered again. <laughs> <I'm a bunch. laughs> UK takes over. It seems like every week we have somebody from the UK and I'm always outnumbered. Love it. Like I say in our our other ones, um, if I do this, that means I have no idea what the word meant you just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forever explaining what certain words are. I don't want to say the one. What's the one was that the word I, I told you what spunk to mean? <laughs> was it spunk? Or quid. I mean, there's so many. I said, oh, I think I said I spunked a load of money. And she's like, you spunked? You spunked what? <laughs> I and a quid. She said, what's a quid? I said, a pound. She said, what do you call it a pound? I said, yeah, but you call it a dollar. What do you call a dollar? A dollar. <laughs> yeah, other, other than a dollar. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you've lost. <laughs> I have, yeah. All right. So, the... How this became, how we are sitting here today, because I think back in 2020, I came across this brand that both Sunny and I are wearing, and I kind of read about it, and it gave back to mental health, and what the brand represented really, really hit me. And I had just lost my sister and I was, I guess, trying to find a purpose of what I could do and how I could give back and everything. And just out of a whim, I was like, you know what, I'm going to write to this brand and see where this takes me. <laughs> so lo and behold, I wrote this letter and, um, the very next day, I got a letter back from Arthur, and I was like over the moon. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, this is so amazing. So we just kind of started going back and forth, um, you know, with text and Instagram and everything. Well, then I hired a social media lady, and she was like, okay, let's, you know, promote this brand on your social media. And that's how I became the young go addict. And <laughs> um, several months after going back and forth, I begged Arthur if I could become his brand ambassador. <laughs> and he, he said, yes. And here we are, what, three, yeah. two, three years later. And I met Sunny through Instagram. Instagram I asked him if he would you know and that's crazy, crazy because that was mental health because I was going through some bad stuff at the time and me and Lisa kind of spoke and she said you show all your posts seem so bubbly and happy and everything when we actually spoke she said you're just so like grounded and you seem a bit like distant from what your posts are and I said yeah but that's just the front what social media brings and then that, that come about that the brand was all about mental health as well and I thought that's that's brilliant. And that just drew us in. And once Lisa's claws are in, you can't get away, as Arthur knows. Three <laughs> <laughs> years. Oh, we're delighted so, for it. Yeah. <laughs> I have to reply, otherwise I get 19 missed calls. She's on me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Arthur, um, what when you got that letter from this crazy person in the US, <laughs> um, 
just, I mean, how did like the brand come about and then you deciding, okay, we're going to give back to mental health. Because to me, when I see this goat, that's what to me it represents. Um, and this is so, um, what is the word I'm looking for? It, it, it just hits me because to me, this is how I found my purpose. Yeah, well, I think, well, thank you, first, for that introduction. Uh, well, to discuss how the brand came about, we're going to wind back the clock to 2015, when I was a very shy 18-year-old boy who had just started university at Bristol. And I got involved playing for the university football club. And I can't pinpoint exactly why this was happening, but for some reason or other, Boys in the older years were calling me the GOAT. And I feel like I hadn't done anything to sort of merit this title. I hadn't like played that well in the game. You know, I really didn't think I'd done anything special. But as a shy kid, it made me feel really nice and warm inside. And uh, as I got older, uh, I began to reciprocate that with the younger years. And I kind of realized that it was this term of inclusion. And it was all about assimilating the younger years into the whole group and community. And it was just a really lovely thing to be involved with. You know, friendships spanned over four years and it kind of felt that we were slightly unstoppable as a club. And it was the most successful period in the history of the University of Bristol Football Club. You know, we just won title after title in all the different teams. And when the kind of idea of actually turning into a brand came about, we just thought back at the, the four years I'd had at uni. And I just, I remember thinking, why can't everyone feel like this? And uh, we kind of came up with the idea that the, the acronym shouldn't be solely reserved for sports stars and celebrities. You know, it was uh, ubiquitous across that world. You know, you Michael Jordan, Serena Williams. It's It was just a popular term and we just wanted to capture that, but just transform it slightly so that everyone could kind of have that same feeling. And so it was then about just, wearing a goat on your chest, going out, being your best self. And that's kind of how it all started. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I guess that's that sense of acknowledgement. If you're shy and you've got the bold people like myself, I walk in a room and I'm loud as you like, and there's people just sit in the background. And then but being acknowledged that you are there and you are included and then treating you like the people that you respect the most there who think, oh, I'd love to be like them, but they actually acknowledge you to be like that. And so you can be whoever you want to be. You just have to be in a group where you feel supported. Absolutely. And, you know, that really filtered down and it just kind of kept snowballing as, you know, I then became fourth year. That was the first year I think we actually had a um, uh, a mental health officer within the club. Yeah. And we were kind of really trying to manage these younger year relationships just to try and get people feeling as good as they can. You know, it's a yeah. very daunting thing for some people starting university or moving city, sometimes moving country. You know, it's a whole new set of friends. It's living on your own for the first time for a lot of people. So it can be quite scary. And so I thought whatever we could do to make people's experience better, yeah, that would be... Give them a club with like a boost. So when they walk out the other door, they walk out like Conor McGregor with their shoulders all that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, 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 that's amazing though, isn't it? Because like you say, when some people 
they, they, when they go to university, they've always lived with their parents. And they've always been surrounded by their friends and they end up in a little dorm room, maybe sharing it with somebody they don't know and feel like a bit like secluded. Exactly. You can feel isolated for sure. And, uh, you know, I, I look back to how I was as an 18 year old, you know, I was very shy and I, you know, I was not the person who walked into a room and just filled yeah. it with noise and energy. But uh, I feel like I sort of am that person now. So the growth, personal yeah. growth that I've had, I just kind of thought if at least if, if one person could experience that sort of transformation that I felt, then that yeah. would be a positive impact on the world. Yeah. So you, the name young, the name young goat came from because you wanted to start from like a young yeah. age or like from well, as think... young as you could. So we, we know what the acronym is. I, I mean, well, I'll just make sure that everyone listening to the pod knows that GOAT means greatest of all time and we're not just calling people yeah. GOATs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that's an important <laughs> clarification. And I think the the concept of young GOATs, we, you know, I was 21 when we originally thought of the brand name, but also there was a kind of aspirational element to being a young GOAT. Like you weren't the fully finished article yet, but you were developing and growing you know yeah exactly and so it's kind of like right this is a good stage to start at until you become the ultimate (laughs) because when i sit here and look at the logo it does look like to me a young little baby goat you know what i mean (laughs) That I is... did really, I did nearly get it tattooed on me just so I could show Lisa. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Said, Don't do it. And she said, you already know Lisa like a year. I said, yeah, but that goat was just so cool and I could just have it randomly <laughs> somewhere on me. Just so it's always seen I could do yeah. it. <laughs> um, now, did you know the guys before university? No, we all met while playing football. Uh, so it was six guys with completely different backgrounds from different parts of the UK who came together through a shared love of playing playing football, basically. Mm. But uh, as I mentioned, the social element around it meant that we became quite fast friends. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just, you know, these were the guys mm. I was turning up to train and then play matches with. They were then the people I was hanging out with and spending time with uh, throughout the week. So yeah, pretty pretty crazy story, you know. And then even starting the brand, all six of us, no fashion experience, no business experience. <laughs> you done well we though, just... because I looked so I looked on the website and I went, Do you know what? That's just lovely. And the material. I was like, I weren't expecting that. When Lisa said, Oh, I'm gonna send you a tracksuit, when I got us, well, it's so thick and it's made yeah. so good. I thought you weren't getting fruits of the loom t-shirts anymore. They've actually like gone up that scale. Well, no, and the I mean... fact that six guys you know, made yeah. an amazing quality, you know. Right, yeah. yeah. No, we sort of realised we can't be speaking about the things we're saying. And also we can't really call ourselves Young Goat with all of that, the weight of actually having the acronym in your brand name and then just produce bad quality clothing. It doesn't yeah, really yeah. work. So, yeah, we, we made sure from the off that we wanted to just make genuinely super high quality clothing and yeah the the actual design i first we made a there's a website called vistaprint i don't know if it it exists in the us right yeah we just i kind of made one of those t-shirts and wore it around uni and i had the brand identity in my head but i just wanted to test the design and it 
worked. I, you know, I was walking around uni, people going, oh, I like your T-shirt. And I was like, well, I made it myself. Um, <laughs> kind of thing. And then the other boys, they, they all got their own too. And it kind of, we could then just test the concept and the design in different friendship groups. And once we'd sort of, start, I mean, even then it was a massive risk what we did. And a lot of people looked at me kind of like, are you sure, mate? Like, you yeah. don't know what you're doing. Um, I've just been at uni with you for four years and you're an idiot. So I was like, yeah, fair enough. Um, I, I understood people's reservations, but I think we all believed in the concept. And, you know, I believed in the the brand because, as I mentioned, I had been through that sort of transformative process that I was trying to, to preach about as a brand. Yeah. Hey, no risk, no reward, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's such a shame, though, because that... that was going like say that seemed to be going so fast and even the website looked like all that with all the upgrades and all the stuff and all the all the photos i was waiting for my photo shoot i was like yeah i'll be on there i'll be there soon <laughs> no it was uh yeah well thank you it was always something we just wanted to be a good reputable brand you know did you um even did you struggle to find who to make the clothes then it's like say you vista print where was the next stage to finding that you know that material and, and yeah it was definitely difficult i always tell people who come to me for advice now about starting a clothing brand that finding a manufacturer is easy finding a good manufacturer is very difficult yeah. uh, so once you know you have to go through a lot of trial and error and a lot of testing of rubbish until you eventually yeah. find the right one and a then a lot of money too and uh, also the ones we eventually made the hoodies from you know manufacturer in portugal we've got great textile industry so they Amazing, do really yeah. high quality stuff but their minimum order quantities are 300 per color so if you want to mm -hmm. buy a set of hoodies you know we you know bought six hoodies colors in one go so that's immediately 1800 hoodies that are just landing on your doorstep staying in your room um so your life just becomes boxes and oh, uh yeah so you did on tiktok and they're yeah. like didn't you misorder something and all like you had thousands of box or hundreds and hundreds yeah. of boxes? Yeah, uh, we got the quantities wrong a few times and uh <laughs> it made living the living quarters almost uninhabitable to be honest. It, it was yeah. just a, a nightmare. But uh, you know, you live and you learn. Yeah. It ended up with padded walls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was so good. Oh my gosh. Um and then um I, I don't know how much you want to touch about this, but when I came in to just right when I was starting to reach out to you guys and everything, you guys had an unfortunate thing happen with one of your mates that um, it was huge in London, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, a really, really difficult uh, sort of, few months i suppose you know we were just doing our, our website relaunch launching all the new products from from portugal uh, and then on the day we were supposed to launch we heard that ollie ollie had died and uh you know it was yeah it was absolutely horrible uh to go through and but i guess fortunately at least i had the brand and my like my friends who were you know we all met up the next day because we kind of we did have to do some sort of work to strategize about what would happen in the, in the coming week, and at least then I was I could share my my pain with yeah. other people immediately 
and it made you know a problem problem shared a problem half as, as they say so the fact that we could all be together i think was was massively helpful uh you know even though it's still still a difficult thing to to process yeah that's terrible and then Sorry. what made you guys so before even ollie had passed you guys gave back to mental health and then after ollie had passed i think that's when you guys did the um stuff with black minds matter um, exactly um and you know and i was reading about how um the uk to me um i don't know i read that you know um they give free mental health um therapy for african american men and stuff like that and i don't know how big that is there but um like we don't have anything here and when i read that i just thought oh my gosh and they're giving back to that that's such an amazing thing um how did that all come about like so initially again winding back the clock to when we first started the brand back in bristol we felt that through our time at university, the mental health provisions were really poor at the university. And while we didn't begin out as a mental health clothing brand, such as uh, Boys Get Sad Too, who they donate 10% of every sale to Mind, uh, we kind of felt that it was inherent, good mental health was inherently linked to our identity because it was all about being your best self and feeling good yeah. in your own skin. And so it began just by partnering with a few local Bristol charities who we had donations option, donation options to on our website when we launched. We had uh, you know, specific sections of our website just promoting them. We promoted them on our Instagram and we did sales to raise money for them as well, just because we felt like it was for sure worth it to, to give back to the Bristol community that we'd all met and, you know, we we could do as much talking as we want about how we want people to feel good in our own skin, but there are professionals who can do a lot better work than we in ensuring that people can experience that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was always something that was important to us. And as we got bigger, we kind of uh, partnered with a few more charities, but it was always something that was in our mind as a business that we wanted to do and not cut any corners with. And like you mentioned, uh, after Ollie, we did a big partnership with Black Minds Matter, um, who, again, like you say, they just provide uh, free therapy for black individuals, but done by a black therapist as well, which I think is really important because there's that shared experience within the, uh, the therapy room where someone who hasn't experienced the same things that they have might not be able to then you know it becomes a bit more of an explanation and you don't feel as safe in the space and that's quite obviously an important thing so yeah it's it's definitely always been something that we wanted to to achieve and uh, you know we raised and because of people's generous giving on our website and in sales we've raised over fifteen thousand pounds for uh charities in in the time we were we were open so it was uh you know people really res responded to it resonated with it and it was just fantastic from our end to see yeah that's amazing yeah and you know it's so funny because when it you know when I decided to you know reach out and stuff when I was talking to my social media coach I was like 
oh my gosh, like I want to co-brand with them on a charity event, you know, like all this stuff because I was so drawn to this brand and, and you're what you guys did, you know, and here I'm a girl, you know, loving fashion and everything. And I'm like, God, six guys did this, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, that's really, really cool because it doesn't happen often. And it doesn't happen that you guys, you know, then these six guys are giving back to the the brand or where you started in college and everything, because you knew there was a lack of this, you know, there. And, um, and I was going through such, such a hard time. And like I said, I was trying to do real estate school and I'm sitting here hours and hours on end watching these professors. And I'm just like, this isn't me. This is not me. But something sparked when I just came across you guys. And I was like, you know, this is it. Like I need to do something with mental health, with losing my sister, losing my best friend. And I said, you know, I need to go and, you know, explore this further. And I just, I want to thank you because I honestly felt like you've given me my life back almost because as you know, Arthur, we've done a talk together and stuff. And I just, I wanted to spread the word as much as possible. I wanted to get the brand out there as much as possible. Um, even my license plate on my car is young go. Young go. <laughs> yes. yeah. Wow. You could get, I, mean, I said you couldn't get that in England for like 30,000 pounds. And how much did you pay? Like $300 or something? $30? In the really? US, $25. Yes. Oh, probably. what a bargain. <laughs> oh, no. In the UK, you couldn't get anywhere close to that for like 50,000 pounds. And they're like, you're not such a young go. <laughs> mm. <laughs> But, uh, um, I remember, Lisa, when I first read uh, your letter, because I, I woke up in the morning and I checked my, my work emails and I opened it and I saw this long message. I thought, oh, what's, what's going on here? Um, but it you know, really touched me and reading all the way through everything you've gone through uh, and you know, just the fact how brave you'd been, how tough you'd been. And, the strongest woman, strongest woman. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, what that has led to, you know, there's no need, in my eyes, there's no need for you to thank us. I'm just really glad that this has all happened because of our brand. You know, we've become friends since and uh, you know, we, we catch up from time to time. So, you know, that's a, it's a wonderful thing. And the fact that something I sort of created with friends that inspired that and brought that together that's just pretty cool from my point of view so that just yeah, proves and- that work and that that brand linked because that linked lisa to you and that linked lisa to me and obviously that just yeah. keeps going that little and ripple that's effect why, yeah that's why the three of us are here and it's interesting because when i saw sunny you know um i was like oh my god here's this guy you know that's all bubbly and everything and then when him and i talked i was like gosh, you are really, really suffering. And I remember there were times when I couldn't get a hold of him for like days on end. And I would genuinely worry. And I'm like, okay, here's this person I've never even met in my entire life. And we just connected, but 
I was so generally worried about him. And then when he finally called me back, I was like, you're not in a good place. Like, what can I do to help, you know? And I, I don't know. It was something about you, Sonny, that I don't know if it was like our personalities or what, but I've watched. I think I, I think that's because from, from my point of view, I saw the bubbliness in you. But after hearing your story, I thought, how has she gone through so much? And she's so positive and she's just so, and I just thought, I just need to get back there. I need to find that joy back in my heart that you have found. And every day we spoke and every day we opened up a little bit more. I thought, I just need this woman in my life as much as possible. They can FaceTime and call me whenever she wants. And most people, I just watch it call out and like, not today, but at least I go, yes, how are you? It's like, boom. This is where I'm on, I'm on another trip. I'm like, I know you'd be doing something, but that's just like, I need well, that in my life. I need that joy and that. I like to see you happy as well. Well, and two, it's funny how things, because like, I I feel like in my heart, I have, I have a truly big heart and I love to give. And it probably shows with um, all the young goat merchandise I have. <laughs> It's pretty extraordinary. My God, yeah. I go through my stuff and I'm like, okay, I'm. You guys are gonna totally laugh, but I probably still have the tag on this one yeah. <laughs> because yeah. where's my? Don't notebook? take it off because in ten years that'll be so before. many boxes of it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I, you know, I watched Sunny go from, I mean. <clears throat> a point where the lowest of lows and just keep checking in and checking in and checking in. And I, I'm I'm sure at some point, Sunny, you thought this woman can't be for real. Like this woman is <laughs> yeah, she's, off her she's mind. not a queer. She's on me. Yeah. She's and I more think, than my own mother. I was like crazy. <laughs> and I think Sonny's fiance too was like, this yeah. chick is yeah. crazy. Yeah, this like, woman comes sending, all the time. I said, yeah, I know. I just, I love her. <laughs> I'm sending his kid stuff. I'm sending, you know. And uh, then, I was like, I got a box. She said, I sent you a parcel. I said, I, I got a random parcel come through. She said, oh yeah, I sent you that ages ago. That's got kids' hats. That's got partners' hats and t-shirts. I'm like, are you all right? <laughs> but it was funny because now I feel like, you know, I... At, your fiance got pregnant again you had a little girl and I've been through there through all of this and yeah. it's been so much and it's because of this you know and then it's like when I sent you that game there was a goat game I sent you Arthur I sent mm-hmm. you things from like my hometown and stuff and I'm like yeah, I got him. yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's what it just it felt like it gave me purpose and that's it's just been incredible for me and um and so i then you know i my niece and nephew that lost their mom you know and my friend's daughter that lost her mom these kids i'm like hey guys like you've got to represent we've got it yeah. on our websites and everything and I honestly felt that it's helped so many people more than you could mm-hmm. ever imagine that it's touched so many lives, you know, and um, it's just been an extraordinary thing for us on the outside that you created this amazing brand for everybody. 
Thank you, Lisa. That's very kind. I mean, I, I kind of go back to what I said earlier when I began YG and I, I thought if, if one person could be positively impacted by the brand, then I would have done something good. And, yeah. and you know, to have to have built it to where we were and to receive so many of the messages that I, I have about people just feeling really confident in you know, when they go out and they see the goat on their chest and they feel good about themselves, it kind of just, uh, it still blows my mind a bit. And I'm really, really grateful that I got to sort of share that experience with, you know, we always were so hot on the community idea and creating the herd as we called it, uh, because that was something I felt at university. So the fact that that stretched as far and wide as, as it did. And, you know, last year I, I did a I did a talk to a school, I mean, in America, and I just sort of was sat in my kitchen, being like, "This is so surreal." I mean, how has my life led me to this moment where yeah, I'm going to give you a talk on my brand in Colorado? Yeah, uh, it was just uh, kind of kind of crazy, but the whole thing's just been a whirlwind and pretty crazy. So, the fact that positive stuff's come out of it yeah. to the degree it has has been awesome. Well, and I think what's that? I said, is that little shy boy gone? Just like you say, would you have ever been able to stand up in front of a whole school and talk without thinking, <laughs> with, with, Oh, I don't think I would have, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, he, he has his moments. I would have but... either. Yeah. <laughs> outgoing as I am, I'm like, oh, yeah, everybody's I want to listening. talk in front of all these people, but I'm like, okay, Arthur's on the screen with me. We can do this together. Yeah, do it together, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, um, um, I was going to say, have you thought about doing anything like this in the future or? I think I would love to give it another go at some point Yeah, because it would be a shame to lose the experience and knowledge that I've assimilated yeah. over the last mm -hmm. two years, especially with regard to manufacturing. I wouldn't make the same hundred mistakes that I made. I mean, I yeah. wouldn't make... Uh, the you amount of mistakes we made is just all, all your links, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I've got contacts, I've got a bit of experience, and I would still make mistakes, but I just hopefully wouldn't make the same ones yeah. and not the same ones to the same degree. So yeah, yeah well, I, I do need a little bit of a, a break because it is a very stressful thing running your own business and it's, you know, it, uh, very time consuming and draining. And a lot of the time you feel like you're constantly dealing with bad news. I do want to give it another go because it is massively rewarding. And, you know, the fact that I'm even having this conversation now on this podcast with you guys, and yeah. it all started because some people who were a couple years older than me called me to go at, <laughs> at football practice in Bristol is just a crazy butterfly effect. Would you would you bring your friends along for the next ride or would you do it if you want to do that again or invite them to be involved? It's a good question. I loved some parts of working with friends, but uh, they do say don't mix business with friends yeah. because it can be quite tough on relationships where it feels like all you are talking about is the brand and all you kind of meet up to do is the brand and then actually just sort of hanging out at the pub or doing things that aren't related to work become you know i've been working with them all day so why do i want to see them again uh, yeah, uh, yeah. and I, I wouldn't want to jeopardize uh a friendship i think you know it's it is a difficult thing but yeah. there's you know 
if an opportunity arise and I could work with mates because there were times when we were just sat in the garden uh, on a sunny day in summer 21 all on our laptops just with a beer doing some work and we were like right well yeah. this is pretty pretty I, lit guys I did wonder why if six lads could all work together and have that mutual respect but again for the 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 end where you wanted to finish at the end everybody had to respect and the reason why you were doing it was because you're always boosting each other so you can ever yeah. put, any, put anyone's idea down you just got to go with that and say well maybe and be totally honest and that's just mutual respect i suppose well exactly. i can honestly say six guys could develop a clothing brand six girls no way right. <laughs> there would be so many fights <laughs> yeah can you imagine them parcels turning up and all the girls have got to try everything on and say but that looked better on her while he plugged a bottle of wine i said never <laughs> <laughs> um now um are you so you still see the boys and everything so okay good and now yes. you probably see each other at the pub and you talk about Football. definitely you know exactly you're, you're so right and when we when it all did kind of come to a halt we we said that I think this would be good for our relationships because yeah. I'll be more keen to meet up with you when I haven't just done a 12-hour work day um sat right next to you yeah, <laughs> measuring yeah. clothing so I was like yeah I think this will be helpful but I have that's the same that the word goat is the reason why you can't carry on because with your friend Ollie, you could have had young goat for YG and maybe old or like OG for Ollie goat, but in yeah. your mind, it could be like that's old goat with a, a bigger goat, so you could have OG as well. Well, no, we there's have a restaurant in this town called OG, old goat, <laughs> and I think I've sent you the pictures, Arthur, of it's yeah. gray, you know, goatee, but um. I want to know, does it real, is it, does it suck going to work eight to five every day? Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, when I first started, I was really worried because it was just, it's two polar opposites, isn't it? Yeah. Where I'm working for myself and I dictate my own time to then going into an office and working for someone. And it was a big transition in the first two weeks, getting used to that. But I think I'm quite an adaptable guy. And actually, I don't mind it that much. I think it's... Uh, it's not the pressure isn't sitting all on you. Yeah, that's a nice thing. You know, I can I can clock off and actually clock off. You know, I'm not constantly thinking about work, which I was for pretty much two and a half years. Yeah. So that's definitely <laughs> a nice thing. And... It is, uh, yeah, it's nice to get paid a bit more as well, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, mm. I, keep, I keep threatening I'm going to come to um, the UK and take you all out. So I'm, mm. it's on my list. <laughs> We'd love right that, Liz. We'd love that. Yeah, yeah. Come so and join us. come down no, to us. <laughs> You're not coming to the UK. We're not meeting up. Definitely not. What? I said, you're not coming to the UK. We're not meeting up. That's, that's a definite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and, well, Arthur, we are so thankful um, that you took the time out of your day. And I just want to ask one more thing. If you have any advice to yourself um, seven years ago or to somebody else starting out, 
with a brand or, you know, thinking of, you know, getting into <laughs> business for themselves or with mates or whatever, what would be your best advice to them? So I think advice to me of seven years ago would just be that basically everything that you do, you're pretty much the only person who thinks about it. So something that you might think is embarrassing will be forgotten by everyone else in the whole world the next day. So I know it can be really tough to dwell on those things, but I was terrified of ever making a joke at 18 because I thought, if it's not funny, everyone's going to think I'm a weirdo and everyone's just going to be awful and I just couldn't handle it. And now when I'm with my friends and I drop an absolute banger, it's funny yeah. because, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But even if that's not funny... You can still be the that friend that just goes. Everyone goes. Oh, come on and carry on. Oh, exactly. It's funny because it's just such a bad joke. I mean, it's... yeah, yeah. So I, I guess what we basically to kind of condense that down into one point is just as difficult as it may be some days. Do your best to get out of your own head. You know, because most of the time you're dwelling on things, it becomes a far worse experience in your mind than it ever is in reality. So that's my advice to myself as a human seven years ago but if I was to to start a brand I think my main piece of advice if it was a clothing brand I suppose quite a boring piece of advice would just to be don't buy too much stock because <laughs> you will be you know you'll be swimming in it forever and ever and it's it's always better to have lower inventory and be out of stock because that also you know sort of generates demand as well okay. if things are constantly in stock and you can't shift them by doing sales then you're in a bit of trouble because then what do you do after the sale you go out to full price and people go well i'm not buying that yeah, so yeah. Well, that's one piece you, you popped up yeah. with like every certain month or every couple of months there was a new hoodie with new patterns and new stuff yeah and people were like oh they got the new have you seen their new stuff and we're like no they said yeah mine's on order then people are on the website getting it so what well, you've ordered one and that just like you say lures everyone and if you had a big spread and there was all on there you'd get yeah. a percentage of those like in your stock not selling so it's nice to just pop new things on and make it fresh for sure yeah you need to drive people to the website so these kind of consistent new little bits that means yeah. that people kind of they get one and they go oh actually oh that's the old one i don't mind getting that as well because you're on the website and there's just i like the socks the socks are the best they're the best item we we ever made i think i truly believe yeah, that I know. When um, they come from, they're the best comfiest loveliest socks and in the summer yeah they're straight up lovely yeah I've, I've got one pair left that's untouched that's still in its packet and i don't know what i'm going to do with them i feel like some at some point of I'll meet someone who just, uh, it'd be so amazing and I'll give them the final pair of socks ever, but no, they're just in my drawer at the moment. I have, I have enough if you want to buy a pair for me. Oh I'll yeah? Go. I'd love that, Lisa. Let's do that. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I like, I like your, um, your first uh, quote I... about being young because I've heard a quote, kind of the same thing where you're like you you're more worried about something that's going to happen that day and the next day nobody remembers but in your head you've built yeah. up to be something i read a quote once saying today is tomorrow's yesterday because tomorrow that will be forgotten what happened today and yeah. a lot of people don't see it that way they just sit there and think oh they want to talk about this forever but there's always something the next day what's more important and the only re the only person is you who make that such a dramatic thing yeah exactly mm -hmm. 
you dwell so it's on best it. to just do, do them silly things and get out of your head and if people judge yeah. us so much for that, they're not the, the people you want around you anyway. You want the ones saying, oh, I didn't remember yesterday because I've thought about it. But then that's it. It's done. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, I um, I always end our podcast with a quote that um, is fitting for what we're talking about. And I was looking to find a quote about finding friends unexpectedly, mental, like all this stuff. And I'm like, well, hell, there isn't a category for what, you know? So I made my own quote today is invest in a friendship. You will never know where it will lead. And I think this is such an unexpected friendship. Um, And I am lucky enough to, you know, I call you guys my friends. um, And it was just over that little letter that I wrote to Arthur. And he responded that I, life changed, you know? And so thank you, Arthur. Thank you for coming on here. And thank you for everything you guys did. And I would love to be a part of the next brand, whatever that yeah. may be. <laughs> we better get some ideas, Lisa, and chuck him yeah. his way. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so it just, so thank you for being on here, Arthur. What, no, thanks for having me. What you're it's been a pleasure. Yeah. I know I thought you were I thought you were going to be American for some reason. When I spoke to Lisa, did you? I thought, I oh, never. You're American. Yeah. I asked Lisa, did they do Young Go in the UK? So I think she said, I'm sure they do. And I was like, well, I've never seen it until you told me. And then I was like, oh, and only now I realize you're English. <laughs> no, 100% British. Yeah. But, British and I had, it's so funny because I was in a golf tournament five hours south of where we live and Morgan, the girl that lost her mom and my best friend, we had, we were head to toe in young goat. And this guy comes up to us and he goes, what is this? And we're like, Oh, it's young goat. You know, and we're telling him about the brand. He goes, it seems like it's the new hip thing. I probably should go get some. Right. I'm like, uh, yeah. You can, you can pitch that on a golf course though. You can see all the golfers wearing that. Cause that's just like, yeah. Well, and that was my idea because, you know, I started this foundation for my sister and we just became a 501c3. And my dream was to do her golf tournament and YG be on the golf shirts. (laughs) Would have been amazing. Someday, someday. Someday, Liz. All right, Arthur. Thank you Uh, so much. And keep in touch. All right. Take care. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.